from the headquarters of the Jameson Media Complex, broadcasting from the GreenIndustryPodcast.com studios, it's the Green Industry Podcast, where Paul and his guests discuss lawn and landscape business best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Paul Jameson. What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast. Andrew Edwards back in studio. Man, it's an honor to be here, Paul. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you've been kind of here all week with me, so thank Mm you. Yeah, it's been awesome, man. Yeah, and uh, hey, before I forget, because sometimes I forget, and then Mr. Producer reminds me, you got to thank today's show sponsors. And so we want to take a moment and say thank you to Company Cam and Smart Rain for sponsoring today's episode. We appreciate those who link arms with us at the Green Industry Podcast and uh, Company Cam. Smart Rain's link will be in today's show notes to hear more about their business, learn more about their business. And of course, we'll hear from them later on in today's episode. But this week, Andrew, we've been chatting about my lawn care business, but you've been asking me any question you want to ask. So let's just continue with these questions. We always run out of time. Either our battery on the computer didn't be working or we just run out of time. Yeah. So yeah, we're having a lot of fun, man. This is awesome. I'm just, I'm just loving this, just hearing all this stuff about you. I've got so many questions and I'd like to start out with just a technical one Mm -hmm. that I've been thinking for a lot of these conversations. Mm -hmm. I know we talked one time about hourly billing for your industry. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if that had anything to do with all of your NFL clientele, if you ever had jobs and what they look like where you build hourly. Yeah, there's uh, it, it, there's there's so many different ways to do it. And so when I started, the hourly average in Atlanta was about $45 per man hour. And so then it grew, you know, to 50, 55. Now, now it's somewhere between 55 and 60 bottom, bottom. Uh, some companies charge a lot more than that. The issue is there's you rarely do that because you have so much job material involved because you're, you're dealing with mulch, pine straw, you know, you're, you're dealing with so many different things. So when that makes the most sense is if you're maybe doing a, a cleanup or a clear out or something like that, and you just want to say, Hey, someone has a big property. Like I just need all this work done instead of ballparking it. It's safer to say, Hey, sure. I'll come out. It's $55 an hour. And, and per man hour. So if you bring two guys, it's $110. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So that's one way to do it. It's just most companies in Atlanta market don't charge per hour because there's so many other variables. There might be an element to it. Like someone comes out to fix an irrigation. It could say, hey, I don't know how long it's going to take. It's going to be, you know, $125 an hour for, for us to come out and look at it. Plus whatever the parts are and stuff like that. And then you you, you, you always, um, pad up the parts, the, the material, you don't charge the customer, the wholesale price you got. That's a great way to make money is in addition to your hourly rates, which you need to know what to charge for your hourly rate. You just don't pick 55 and 60. Cause that's what I said. You need to do overhead cost recovery. What's your overhead from last year and break that down by how many year, how many hours you're working this year for your team with what your salary is and know what that number is based on your uh, labor hours and things like that. But 
also, in addition to that, a good way to make money is, is pad into the materials money for, for our um, business as well. That's uh, definitely something that I uh, think we should all take advantage of. Yeah. How much do you pad? Well, it, it depends on how you're, how you're doing your billing. Cause I don't want to confuse somebody and they take my advice and it backfires on them. Um, real quick, I will shout out Megan and Joey Coberly. They're my bookkeepers, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. They're currently closed because uh, they, they got a lot going on. But I think here in the uh, next few weeks, they're opening back up to take in. They vet really well. So <laughs> you can't just sign up and they're your, they're, they'll hire you. They, you got to sign up and then they'll do a, a call to vet to make sure you're not chucking the truck or Rick's landscaping. Meaning they want to make sure you, you want to, you want your money to be in order because they're going to spend a lot of time in your numbers and, and things like that. But when you know your numbers, then you really know what it costs. Um, actually, John Pajak's another guy. He is probably busy with the spring rush, but Pajak will do like a four-hour coaching call with you to go over all your numbers from last year. How much money did you spend on on fifty to one, you know, oil? And your, how much did that gas can that the oil winning? How much did you pay for that? How much did you pay for your weed eater? How much did you pay for your your blower? How much did you pay for your storage unit? How much did you pay for your mower? How, I could go on and on and on there, Andrew. Yeah. So that's why it takes four hours. So you find out, wow, I paid all of this money. Well, how many hours did you actually work? You know, yeah. Real, realistically, you can figure it out. Or if you have a CRM, you should know your 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 billable man hours. And so then you really can find out uh, what's going on. Uh, in your business. And so then when it comes to, so that, that's how you're charging for, for jobs. But then when it comes to your material, you know, if you're, if you're paying a hundred dollars for the material, the customer doesn't ever see that number. And I don't let them, uh, I don't even let them see what their number is after I pat it on. So let me explain this to you. Cause I, I know guys are listening and I don't want you to just I want you to listen carefully. When you're putting together a quote, you want to say project one. Okay. Let's say, let's say they call and they say, Hey, in my front yard, my bushes are raggedy. I want you to take out all the bushes along the front. I want you to take out all this stuff over here and plant me some trees, plant me some bushes and all this stuff. So it's, we'll call it project one. They want their front yard remodeled. I'm not going to give them a line by line item. So they say, Oh, Paul charged me $84 for the bush or whatever. They don't see that, Andrew. We we see that internally. And then what we see is project one, and I'll write down, we'll give you this amount of this bush, this amount of this tree, this amount of yards of mulch. I'll give them specifics of what they're going to get, but they're going to see one fat round number. Awesome. That's what they're going to see. Then you have a good bookkeeper. Your bookkeeper is going to keep you, especially if you do a monthly profit meeting, like what you do with Megan and Joey, they're going to look at and say, okay, here is your top top line. Here is your bottom line. Your profit margins was 24% or your profit margin for the business was 18% or whatever. So then you can kind of see uh, what you're doing. And then it's a, it's a stretching game. Well, I'm going to charge, I'm, I'm buying the plant, you know, for a hundred dollars. I'm going to charge my customer $300. Wow. Right. So that's $200 I added in 
And then you, you, just, you just see where that number, you, you just have to, you have to analyze. So there's, there's not a right answer, but the, I guess the goal is to get it as high. Just keep, oh, you keep going, going, going and seeing if the customers keep saying yes, yes, yes. And then when you get to the point where you start getting a bunch of no's, you realize you got to bring the price back down again, but get as much as you can get, but pat it as, as, as hefty as you can, you know, wow. for sure. Wow, so, man. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And you mentioned profit margins and I wonder mm -hmm. about for the green industry, for landscapers, and it may be different for other types of, you know, different types of uh, jobs related in green industry, you know, to landscaping, what is a good profit margin? Oh, it's, uh, <laughs> I was just talking with Megan and Joey about this the other day. Um, I mean, great. I'll use the word great would be 40%. Okay. That'd be great. Awesome. Good. Good would be 20%. So, and, and, you know, some companies are 7%, some companies are 5%, cool. you know? Cool. So I think that the smaller you are, the higher that number needs to be. The bigger you are, it just, it gets, to, it gets very difficult. But if you just have a one man crew, I have friends that, you know, have, have pushed 35, 40%. Wow. They're, they're experts. They charge a lot. They're efficient. And, um, you know, that's, it, it's so competitive. It's, it's hard to do, you know, it, it's hard to do much more than that. You can, but it's, it gets very difficult because trucks cost a lot of money. Insurance on the trucks cost a lot of money. Storage costs a lot of money. The equipment costs a lot of money. Employees is your biggest expense that costs a lot of money. There's so many expenses that go into this business that if you're doing, if you're dotting every I and crossing every T and keeping count of all, of all the money. Um, but then if you're solo, you know, you, you can, you know, you can pass the 50% profit margin if you're solo, if you don't have that employee uh, cost. So, but again, guys, get a bookkeeper. That's good. That's good. And ask them, say, what's my profit margin? Show me how I figure it out. You know, they take the top number and the bottom number and, and, and it's a simple division mathematic equation. It's very simple. And you find out 0.24%. And there's a bunch of numbers after you just round up, but, and then you can compare month by month. What, what's my profit, that margin, that month, that quarter, that year, and, and find out where you're at. So, wow. That's cool, Paul. What was your journey? I'm just sitting here listening to you talk about all this. What was your journey with numbers getting to the point where you had a bookkeeper? And I don't know if you had a realization like, man, I need a bookkeeper. What, what happened in, in your journey? Do you know the answer and you're asking me, so I tell everyone else or you really don't know the story. I, I really don't know the story. Oh, wow. Okay. I was so unorganized, Andrew, cause I was, I was busy because I had another job. And so I, I was working, you know, when the, I would probably leave most mornings before the sun came up. So I leave it dark and I get home around, we would call it dark 30. Mm-hmm. So it's after it's dark, but we're just, we just call it dark 30. To, so we didn't feel as bad about how much we burnt that candle out. What's the saying? Burn the candle at both ends. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. All right. <laughs> Maybe you're going to take uh, the host here. So um, my, my buddy, I was asking him all these financial questions and he could tell, he could just sense on me. He's like, man, Paul's really struggling financially with his business. Cause I'm asking him all these basic questions, you know, about pricing and all this stuff. And so he's like, Hey, why don't you come over for steak dinner? And uh, we can talk business and all that. And, and he's like, I'd love to help you. You want me to help you with your, your business? I'm like, sure. And, and he's like, okay. He's like, well, bring me your bank accounts, bring me your, um, 
uh, he's like asking me how I run my business. I'm like QuickBooks. I have spreadsheets on Microsoft Excel. He's like, all right, bring me all that. And he's like, I need to know, you know, and I was like, you know, I've never shared my financial information that uh, transparently with anybody. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh man. So I print out all my bank account. Well, I have one bank for the business, but all my different months from that year and all my financials, tax, everything he asked for, I brought it. And I felt naked. I felt really like, I think I'm doing pretty good. All right. I'm working in the fancy country club, but I didn't know for sure. I was able to pay. I was able to survive. Right? I was able to pay my rent. I was able to put food on my table. Um, I was able to put gas in my truck. So I was, I, I, I was at the point in life where I was in survival, not survival mode. I was able to survive. Right. I, I, it wasn't like I was worried like, oh, I'm going to be homeless or I'm not going to have a view. Like I knew if I work, I'll, I'll be able to keep the machine rolling. So uh, let's do this. Let's pause and hear from today's show sponsors. And coming up, I'm going to tell you the uh, scary moment I had when all those bank accounts, all those numbers were laid out on the table and stuff started changing in my business. I'll tell you about it coming right up. How's that tease, Mr. Producer? <laughs> the only app every landscaper needs. Company Cam makes it dead simple to communicate, document, and problem solve with guys in the field, no matter where you are. Company Cam brings documentation, communication, and liability protection together in one simple, easy-to-use app for you and your entire team. Take unlimited photos and videos, share custom reports, create flawless before and afters, and even communicate and share progress with homeowners with galleries and project timelines, all from your smartphone. Company Cam, the only app every landscaper needs. Check it out at companycam.com forward slash green or find it in your app store. The link will also be in today's show notes. Attention commercial landscapers. Smart Rain is proud to announce a partner referral program. At Smart Rain, our mission is to add value to everything that we do. With this in mind, we have created a product that not only saves time and money for your clients, but for your company as well. The best part of the partner program is you get paid for making your job easier. Smart Rain's smart sprinkler controllers will help save your customers money by reducing irrigation costs up to 30 to 50%. It allows you to manage all of your properties from the convenience of your smart device using the most advanced weather-based system on the market. Call 877-346-3333 or visit smartrain.net to take advantage of our partner referral program and set up a meeting with one of our business development managers to learn how you can participate. Hi friends, Paul here to share with you about the ever popular rate increase letter. This is what everyone is raving about. The rate increase letter is a solution for business owners who want to professionally communicate with their clients that their rate will soon be increasing. This downloadable template is easy to customize and provides clear messaging so that your customers understand the details of their transition to the new higher rate. The rate increase letter is available at greenindustrypodcast.com. Again, that's greenindustrypodcast.com. The Green Industry Podcast continues with the author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash. Here's Paul Jamison. All right, friends, we are back. Before break, Andrew asked me about 
finances and the business and how I learned to, to get these numbers in order. Right. So I was used to Andrew to uh, working really hard. Like I, I'd sweat more than the other landscaper and I'd work hard. I'd work later. I'd start earlier. I worked hard and uh, I worked in a nice neighborhood. And so I looked like I had it all together. Right. Yeah. I'm sure that's what the other guys thought for the first time ever outside of my accountant who I didn't really, I mean, I, whatever the accountant's accountant, they see numbers all day long, every day. It's uh, they, they, they yawn, sleep, whatever. But now I have a friend. They have my bank accounts, you know, the transactions, the balances, the num, all these numbers laid out before him. His wife's in the kitchen cooking a steak. I like steak, mashed taters. Oh yeah. Steak. You like that? Yeah. That's your favorite meal. Yeah. You, you asked me that yeah. the other day. Yeah, man. I, I like a good steak, medium rare, some good mashed potatoes and a salad. Oh yeah. Me too. So anyway, that that's, that's going on. I'm thinking, oh, it smells so good, you know? And I'm thinking, I, I honestly thought he was going to say, man, you're doing pretty good, Paul. You know, like keep up the good work. Like I was, I literally was expecting him to praise me or thank or whatever, like positivity. And he, uh, was, he literally, when I say he's crunching numbers, he literally punching into the calculator and he's, he had a pencil and he's writing and, and he's looking and he's like in the zone. Like you talked about how you get in the zone yep. with your web development. He was in the zone and I'm smelling steak and mashed potatoes and thinking life is good, you know, pretty good. And he puts his glasses on his nose and he looks up at me real slow and my heart starts beating. And he says, how are you even paying your bills? Hmm. And he's like, something, I'm missing something. I'm, I'm missing something. He's like, he's like, cause he's looking what time he, he's like, what time are you clocking in? What time are you clocking out? I had all this information, which is now the pricing matrix version, whatever, like version 13. <laughs> cause back then it just had a really simple person pricing matrix. And uh, so I typed in what time I got to the property, what time I left, how many man hours, what I was charging. And I had all this information, but I didn't like really connect all the dots. And he was like, dude, you're making like $28 a man hour on this property. You're making like $29 a man hour on this property. You're making like $23 a man hour on this property. Like my maintenance is some of them were just crushing me in a, in a negative way. Yes. He's like, you have got to increase your prices immediately. And you have got to increase your efficiency immediately. And you have got to get rid of these customers immediately. And he's like, I'm really concerned about you. And so that night, the rate increase letter was birthed wow. at that kitchen table. Cause I was like, well, how, how do I raise the my rates? He's like, well, you got to tell them, email them, write them a letter, something, their price is going up. He's like, your problem is you got to raise their price so much just to get to, you know, get to $50 per man hour. And um, this was on the maintenance end. I was doing a little bit better on the landscaping installations and that, that actually he explained to me, he's like, the only way you've kept things afloat is you did so well on some of these, you know, I'd bang out a $10,000 job and, and, and make 4,000 bucks after the 6,000 bucks for the materials and the labors. So, so those were, those were, those were pretty average or good, but my maintenances were well below average. Wow. And I was spending so much time, but those maintenances were, were getting me the landscaping. So he's like, if your business is going to win, your, your maintenances have to be higher. You have to, you have to bring that up and then continue to upsell, 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 and do even better than you're currently doing in my wheelhouse of installations. 
And so anyway, I, I, I talked to my accountant and they, they wrote up a, what is now literally the rate increase letter because they wrote it real professionally and, and, and explained it. And you guys can actually get that at greenindustrypodcast.com and download it. It's a template, plug and play, put your information and send it out to your customers. And that's what I did. And so I had to, I had to raise it so much though. Some people told me to get lost. Like that's outrageous. That's ridiculous. Blah, blah, blah. And then they, they fired me and then they had to go out and hire someone in the neighborhood who, who was a legit that would do it for the new price that I gave them. But they, <laughs> they stuck it to me like, you know, and they hired one or whoever else. And, and then I'd ask them, Hey, how much are they paying you? And they're like, you know, all 400. And I was like, well, that's what my rate was to go to go to. And they told me no. So anyway, I found that out later. It was just kind of like, uh, whatever. And so the rate increase letter started that night and, um, it, it, it taught me I needed to know my numbers. And then Megan and Joey, I met them, uh, Gulf coast bookkeeping at Jason Creel's event in, um, Alabama. And I asked them to be on my show and I actually interviewed them and I just had a really good feeling about them. I'm like, man, these people really care and, uh, about small business owners and they're very knowledgeable. And I just, I, I had a good sense that, that their heart is to help people. And, um, I've been working with them for years and I can't recommend them enough. Although I think right now, um, they are, they have so much cause they don't, they only have a two man, well, man, and you know what I mean? Two person, man and woman, husband and wife team. And so there's only eight to 10 working hours in a day and their, their schedule's full. So I think they're like figuring out, we want to only offer good customer service and their, their customers are green industry. They're you guys, the green industry podcast listeners. So they're figuring out what to do next. Are they going to bring a third person on? Or are they going to, you know, I, I don't know. They're going to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for now, um, you know, you could always call them and get on their waiting list and, and, and they're, they're, they're slowly adding people slowly, but, um, it's, it's a good problem to have for them. But, um, so long story short, once I got them on board, they do with me what's called a monthly profit meeting. And that monthly profit meeting will look, oh, here's your top line this month. Here's your bottom line. Boom, kill, crushing it, you know, good month. Or, whoa, what happened? Oh, you you spent a bunch of money on that. That makes sense. And, and you can really analyze and go along. But um, most of us are too busy to be looking at numbers every day. And so that's why it's good to have a good professional like Megan and Joey from Gulf Coast Bookkeeping and have a rate increase letter to, that will help you to raise your prices and, and to do these things the right way. So, yeah. And I'm thinking too, Paul, about your experience where people cut you and they stuck it to you. Like you said, when you, when you try to raise your rates and you had that rate increase letter and it seems like you had everything, you had your numbers meeting and you knew what you needed to do, but people still cut you. And I wonder if, you have any thoughts or experience related around being sticky with your customers where it's really hard for them to get rid of you. You come in with the rate increase letter, you raise the rates and price isn't an issue. They want Paul. And I wonder if you ever had an experience like that where people really trusted you and it wasn't about the money anymore. Well, you, you, I mean, that's, that's the goal. My problem was my price to was so low to start with these folks yeah. that I was going from $300 a month to $400 a month. I was oh. raising my price by 25%. Mm. There was one emergency room doctor though. I was like, Hey, it's 300 bucks a month. It's, then I went to 400 bucks a month. And, um, that guy that was actually doing their property before me that kind of moved on, he was doing it for 300 bucks a month. 
So they were used to paying 300 bucks a month. And the problem was that guy didn't know what he was doing. That's why he's out of the biz himself. It <laughs> makes sense. You yeah. know? Yeah. So I was like, cause I, I just talked to so many of these people and they, and they talked to me. And so we know what, you know, I could like, like if you go on Zillow and you can see what the houses are worth, I could go through and say, Hey, you know, they pay this, they pay that, they pay this. I like, it's just, it's just kind of, uh, you just accumulate that information. But the, the, the doctor said, Hey, you know, I was like, my rate's going 400 and, and they called me like, Hey man, we got your letter, man. And he's, he's like, what's going on with this? And trying to like, you know, thought he's going to negotiate me down. I was like, Hey, you know, I, to run my business the way I need to run it, that's the price. And he's like, okay, man, well you do a good job, you know? And, and they started making the check for 400 bucks. Wow. So some people went with it, but the best practice is not to raise your rates by 25%. That's too, that's too much, but that's what I needed to do to get to where I needed to get. And then a lot of people let me go, which was good. Cause then I was able to replace them with people at the right price, you know, out of the gate. But it, you want to do maybe inflation's 4%. So you want to raise it every spring, you know, five to 7%. If you, if your first, if your first price is, is the correct price so that you're profitable, then every year just bump it up, you know, three, four, five, six, seven percent 7%. And if you're doing a, you use that word sticky, if you're doing a good job and, and, and you raise your price by, uh, you know, 5%, no one's going to, no one's going to say, Oh, Andrew, I'm going to go, I'm going to go higher Chuck or Rick. They're going to, they're going to be like, Hey, that makes sense, man. They're going to respect you for it. Cause you're running a, you know, like I respect Megan and Joey for pushing pause right now. Cause they're, they're running a legit business and they're, they're trying to do things to make sure they provide the best service to their customers. And when I, in, and I don't want to give away the rate increase letters words, but you know, you'll see it's, it's worded to make the customer respect. Oh yeah, that makes sense. You're raising your prices. You're a professional business. Yeah, that makes sense. And then, and then you just roll with the new price and you just, business is booming. Wow. Wow. That's, that's really interesting. You know, just hearing you talk about this, I think about the value of partnership and that might be a whole new, um, episode, but just thinking yeah, about yeah, yeah. where we're, where, where we're not even thinking about, you know, money anymore. I'm just kind of like, just keep thinking about that as you're talking mm. where it seems like that's a big issue in the industry where there's a lot of uh, price comparison and racing to the bottom and it really hurts everybody. And I wonder what you think about that. Yeah. Well, experience. you, you want to find, you want to find customers like Randy. Okay. Randy is one of my favorite customers and he has a beautiful immaculate lawn and he wants it to, he wants it to look its best potential. Right. And so he has, you know, fertilization and weed control shout outs to Russell Skipper from solid green that, that I, you know, have doing that. He has flowers twice a year. Shout outs to Jamie and Derek who do that. They, they, um, put in beautiful, he goes above and beyond beautiful pansies and, and all kind of extra decor and dimensions and things like that for his flower beds. And he has multiple flower beds, you know, every fall in October. And then we do it again every spring, you know, uh, Jamie and Derek, uh, do a great job with that. And then he's getting pine straw, you know, not once a year, you know, twice or more a year. He's getting mulch, not once a year more because it likes it looking fresh. You know, if you do the mulch in March, well, eventually it starts to, to, to uh, cause they color it, they dye yeah. it, you know, yeah. eventually it starts to fade a little bit. Hey, let's refresh in the mulch. What do you think, Paul? You know, and then, Hey, let's, just always doing something to his property. And it's never, how much does it cost? He's thinking he's, he's partnered with me. He's I'm, you know, teamed up with me. Let's make this look great. And 
those are the customers that I want that they, they want. Cause, cause I'm, I'm in the, I'm into, uh, art to me. You, you've seen that just a little bit. Cause, uh, you know, I've been to your house and you guys are sitting here getting HOA letters, general <laughs> reminders saying, Hey, if you don't get your, uh, mulch by April 16th, we're going to give you a fine. And like, I'm like, Whoa, you know, put on the Superman cape. I'm like, let's go to Home Depot. Yeah. You know? <laughs> let's get some mulch. <laughs> and, uh, like, I just love, I love working in the yard. So I want to find customers that have that same, they're not bare minimum. Let's just get enough to get by. I, I want, customers that say, let's make this place look great. What do you think, Paul? And and then you don't even have to worry about the money conversation. As long as you're reasonable, you don't rip people off. Cause there are people that I'm around that have a lot of money and I, I want to be fair. I want to be reasonable. I, you know, and I, I know the market pretty well doing this podcast and talking to guys in different markets and, and just try to be, be reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that, man. Cool, man. Well, Hey, we're, we're, we're tight on time. Maybe we'll have you back next week. Cause we wanted to talk partnerships. I think you just kind of opened up a, a, a lid here and there's so much to talk about. Yeah. So how, how do we have good customers and, 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 and that good partnership? So we'll do maybe a whole episode next week. Um, if you can come back then, but uh, guys, thanks for listening to today's episode. We appreciate Company Cam and Smart Rain for sponsoring today's show. You can follow Andrew at Instagram. I think I've inspired you to get on Instagram a little bit. Yeah, huh? a little bit. Yeah. At Fire and Hammer over there. Yep. All right. That's the name of your web development company. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Thanks for listening. If you want the rate increase letter, that is the letter to send out to your customers to let them know that your price is going up. It's very simple, straightforward, successful. And uh, you can just download that at greenindustrypodcast.com. It will say insert date here, insert name here. I mean, it's it's, it's uh, dummy proof. It's super, super, super simple. Plug and play. Put your information in. Don't forget to put your information in. There's the guy that, you know, leaves insert in at the bottom, <laughs> insert address here. <laughs> You'll want to make sure you fill in where it says insert here's with your info. Send it out to your customers. They write you back, hopefully, and say, hey, you know, Rick, we agreed to the new price. Thanks for doing a good job. And now you're making more money just like that because you can be doing 10 yards. You know, let's say you're charging $100 for 10 yards. It's $1,000 revenue. But you you could do this you could do the same revenue thousand dollars and only do nine yards the yeah. right increase wow but you're making the same money now you make a thousand bucks but you only do nine and then eight for the same and over the years what happens is you do less work and you make more money awesome I'll say that again you could do less work and make more money get that rate <laughs> increase letter be smart friends greenindustrypodcast.com. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.